on the radio today To turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio It is here, everybody. It's March first, February in the rearview mirror. March first, twenty twenty-four. Getting closer. I don't know to what, but we're getting closer. Day to day, we get closer. Yep, always one day closer to something. Yep, beautifully said, Michael, Don, Peter. uh, People wondering why Peter and I didn't work yesterday. Oh yeah. Well, we found a, a hidden codicil in the contract. That we only work 28 days in February. So every four years, right. we get the 29th off. Don, his people did not have the foresight to put that in there, so he had to work. But I'm sure he was fine because he got to work with Dan, right, Don? Hey, what? Uh, listen, I'm not even going to say it. Anthony, what kind of show was he yesterday? I think they're going to write about it. I, I was terrific. I don't know who they that? are. Oh, you were terrific. I think the show, the Dan and I were terrific. The show was terrific. Now, and let me ask you a question. Let yes. me ask you, Don. Yes. And I should have asked you this off the air. Did they let you drive yesterday? Yes. Oh, yeah. That so, might have had something to do with it. They won't let you drive with Peter. Right. It's, uh, it's no, like, no way. It's like put, like Peter, with Peter's eyesight, he shouldn't be driving anyway, but Great they let him you. drive. Interesting. I was told that the reason that I drove is because it would be odd to have somebody who's not normally on the show drive. I agree. <laughs> And I said, oh, all right, that makes sense. I do. I agree. And I said, I still should drive instead of Peter. Right. But they disagree. I, I think you should drive instead of me. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'll just sit back. I, I, I don't like it. I like Don. I like Don in the two spot. That's where I want him every day. I want him a shooting guard, like Juan yeah. Soto. No, you <laughs> just hole. yeah, the two hole. If you, I, I yeah. want him getting up his threes. You want him catching in motion and stroking. Pause. But we had a lot. Uh, we, we touched on everything. We kind of stumbled onto like a really cool segment where fans got to call in about something significant in sports that happened that they had to miss because of like a wedding or a date or, or something like that and uh, that was kind of fun and uh, it was just overall just a great show he did an extra 30 minutes took out was seven o'clock wow bonus time see right? i tell you what peter you can't leave him alone uh, we're contracted to do three to six thirty and then he becomes mr like charity i'll do another half hour well, no. yeah why not He's happy to do it. The logic. Yeah, whatever. tell us the logic, Tom. They're, they're, doing they take us through it. I think, I think Michael will agree, and I think a lot of people will be able to empathize with this because it probably happens in their work. They always have an answer. Like, even, even if it's not the answer, there's a answer. Uh, and the logic was, well, Dan would have had to do 6.30 to 7 anyway right. to bridge the gap between us and the Nick game, so why not just have the show continue to 7? So why okay. would I agree with that? I mean, I guess I could have walked. But, but you, you know, just we were, want to spend as much time with Dan as possible. Well, I That's enjoyed right. it. And I, I tried to get a um, tried to get a meal going after the show, but uh, it didn't happen for the strangest of reasons. Apparently, uh, Dan's wife Natasha, who I believe it's her birthday today, so happy birthday, Natasha! Um, overcooked chicken. When I say overcooked, meant cooked too much chicken. Right. And he had to go home to have the leftovers because they didn't want the chicken to go bad. Uh, that sounds like a guy who doesn't want to hang with you. As I've said, you know, like there's always answer. an answer. It may not be the answer, but it's oh, a that's answer. That's a really poor, poor, that, that's, poor that's, that's, that is rough. <laughs> that's, that's that not is good. rough. That's the, that's the equivalent of I, you know, my dog ate my homework or I have to wash my hair. You know, Peter, sometimes we make mistake that, like, Dan loves Don as much as Don loves oh, Dan. Uh, I don't I think would, that's the case now. Yeah, Dan, you might be right. I, I I don't I don't know this, but I I would I would venture to guess that there's a lot of relationships that I'm in, right? That I love more than than reciprocated. I like, mean, Nancy's I, I one in, of them, right? I think I'm in a lot of unbalanced relationships. <laughs> I mean, Gunling never liked you that much, and you loved him. No, I, do, I, I don't. I I think. Honestly, I think Andrew could take me or leave me, yeah. and I love the guy. No, I, I think Dan it. cares more about me than that, but I probably care more about him. And I actually think, you're going to be surprised, I care more about you than you care about me. That's possible. Yeah, yeah. I that is that. possible. Yeah. I care about both of you more than you guys care about me. No, no, That's not, not true. true. Yes, <laughs> That's not <it> true. Is. <laughs> no. Yes, I would say I'm Peter, doing the accordion. Yes, it is. I All think right. my relationship with Peter is probably one of the more balanced ones I have. What do you mean? You don't love me that much? No, he you loves think, you. You know I love you back. 
Well, I thought that we we love each other equally, but now now I'm concerned the way you answered that. So, so no, you, no, I'm so concerned. I, I, I'm, I think I'm the it only means... one that you're comfortable saying that you don't like that much. Interesting. No, I, I love you, but I like you more. I no. mean, if if you feel that well, way, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Right. I, th- I think we're I think we're equal. I think let, we let, can take and leave both of each other. Let's let's talk <laughs> maybe one day. Let's talk a little knickerbocker, shall we? Yeah, I think we shall do it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a special year. I don't think it's going to be Eastern Conference Finals because even if they get these guys back, it's impossible to turn a switch on and be back to where you were in January. You know, in January they were what, sixteen and two or fourteen and two? Yeah. Now they were four and eight in February, and the games they won by the skin of their teeth. And then yesterday they 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 fall behind fourteen to nothing. Essentially, play even the rest of the way. But I'm sorry, you fell behind 14 to nothing. And, and, and take a look at the box score. You know, Josh Hart's playing 47 minutes. I think he sat down for 45 seconds. Now, we all hate load management, but there's also a happy medium there. So he's in the best shape probably of any Nick. But you play guys like that, they are going to break down. So while you're trying to squeeze win after win, they're one game out of the seven spot, by the way. One. So they're in fourth place, and they're one game from dropping into the play-in. Right. And I'm sorry, the, the, the reinforcements are not coming anytime soon. It's probably three weeks from now we see Ananobi, and then shortly after that, Randall. And you, you think they're just going to be up to snuff right away? Well, I think that by putting the pedal to the metal the way Tibbs has had to, I'm not blaming him. I mean, they have to play somebody, right? they're going to wear out the guys that they're playing right now. They're not going to be as effective. So, listen, I I thought at the end of January this was going to be a dream season. Now I think it's going to be a surprise if it's a dream season. Well, I had said it, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago, maybe maybe 10 days ago when all this stuff started happening. I said I think the championship's off the table. Now, it was going to be a long shot anyway, but I I do think that fans were like legitimately excited there could have been a serious run. I, I, I believe for a while now that was off the table. And now championship was replaced by maybe the conference final. Maybe, if things break the right way. But even now, for all the reasons you said, Michael, these guys that are healthy are going to have to kill themselves to win every game. And you look at that Pistons game as a microcosm of the struggle it's going to be night in and night out, where no game is going to be a given. And there's not going to be any opportunities for any load management or taking guys out of blowout games in the fourth quarter unless you're the one being blown out. I mean, in all likelihood, they're going to lose in Cleveland on Sunday. Then that's three in a row. All right, they should be able to beat the Hawks. The Hawks are struggling. They just lost to Brooklyn last night. But the wins are going to be few and far between. And when they get these guys back, there's only 20 games left in the season, right, or 22 games left. There's only going to be a handful of games for them to be able to build any kind of chemistry going into the playoffs. And, Michael, they were playing out of their minds when the deal was first made. Is that then the expectation? They're just going to pick up on where they left off? It's hard to do that, man. It's it's so hard. And and, and OG's only just shooting now. He's not been cleared for contact. So when can we illogically expect him back? In two weeks? We still haven't heard any timetable for Julius Randle. Uh, Michael, they'll make the playoffs, but boy, you're right. It's starting to really look like it's going to be a struggle to stay out of the play-in. And it's it's through no fault of the way the team was put no. together, and it's through no fault of any medical people. They 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 suffered odd injuries. Uh, Ananobi had a bone chip. Uh, no nobody could prevent that. Julius Randle fell down. You know he, he tripped and and fell down over somebody coming down. I think after a rebound, separated his shoulder. And if you read a story today, um, in in the New York Post, uh, I forget who the player was, but uh, um, a player. Um, who's now a broadcaster, I'll look it up, but um, said this is going to be something that's it's going to bother him. Like th- this guy said that when he played, it was on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst pain. He was in pain from like an 8 to 9 every time he played. A Channing Fry, thank you, Jacob. Um, and he said it was 8, eight or a 9 every single day. Now, the only difference was it was, it was Channing Fry's um, shooting arm, and it's not... Julius is shooting arm, thank God. But 
it, 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 unless you surgically repair it, it's always going to be susceptible to popping out anyway. Now, remember, at the beginning of the season, after he had the ankle surgery, it takes a long time for him to get his game together, get his timing wow. down. So if he joins at the end of March, Don, well, what is he going to be in the playoffs? He's never had great playoffs anyway for different reasons. So now you're going to ask him to be wow. – Top prime 25-10 oh, when right. they get into – I don't think it's going to happen, everybody. I hate to say it because you all know that I want it to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen now. How long was that stretch in the beginning of the season that was bad for Randall? It was, it, it was a good couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, you can't afford to have that because if it ends up being like in a, in a playoff round, then it could be a very early exit. And you're right. Normally we can, we can rip the Jets for not having a legit plan B. Um, you can rip, uh, you know, the Yankees for maybe not going out and getting players when there were injuries or getting the right players. I mean, there's always a, 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 a little bit of blame that goes to the team. I, I don't know how you blame anybody. I, it just, it's just one of those things. It just it stinks. Just one of those things. Josh Hart said after the game, I'm not sure what you all expect or what you all think. We are playing as best as we can with the bodies that we have. We have guys like OG, Julius, Mitchell, who've been out a long time. We're playing our butts off. It's not like we're just sitting there and crying about injuries and laying down. And he's right. Nobody's saying it. Nobody's whipping the guys on this team. They're playing undermanned, understaffed, and they're, lo- they're, they're missing. Uh, they're, they're starting you know, front court. They, they, they just are. That's their starting front court. Ananobi, Randall, and Mitchell. Now, they can live without Mitchell because they've got enough depth there with um, with Hartenstein and with Jericho Sims and even Precious Achua has been an underman, you know, undersized like big man. But So they can cover that. But it's hard to cover 25 and 10 and the defense that Ananobi gives you. So I just think that as they're trying to get it all back together and the injured players come back, they're going to be losing a lot of games. They might drop into the play-in, and it would be a crying shame. I think it's going to happen, and it will be a crying shame that a season that had such high expectations and legitimate expectations, not that we were going crazy, that we were going nuts about this and you know overstating the case. They were good, man. They could have yeah. made a run to the Eastern Conference well, Finals, but the injuries, I think, have undermined them, and I think it's going to be hard to crawl out from under. I mean, it's going to take a lot. Now, this team does have a lot of dog in them, and maybe there's there's got to have dog. D A W G, right? Right. Not D-O-G. No, I mean, no. I think what people know what we're talking about. Okay. In a positive sense, that they yes. they, they they'll scrap and they'll claw, and you like that about this team, and they're going to have to do that. But that comes at a price. It comes at really having to wear yourself down to where it'll be ironic that when they get back healthy, the guys that were healthy might be dragging when it comes time and you worry about Brunson is he going to get hurt because of how much he gives how many minutes he plays to kind of make this work we already know Hartenstein's not going to be 100% likely for the rest of the season but he's going to be asked to do a lot of heavy lifting until Mitchell comes back and will Mitchell Robinson come back and when will he come back I mean there's just so many it's it is so crazy and and it's such a killer just uh, as as I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, when you think about the promise of this season, guys, yeah, that's what this, is, think. this is just such a killer place to be because you're sitting there looking at 10 over 500 still, and you're going, wow, this team is still 10 over 500. Guys, if we had... If a year ago or six months ago you'd said, hey, on when March starts, there'll be 10 games over 500, guys, we would have all taken it with no hesitation. It would have been like, it would have been like offering Michael living till 98. It's something you'd actually take. But when know. you know, I think I'd have to think. Yeah, you'd have to think maybe you go 105. You don't know. But when you see the 10 over 500 on March 1st, but you also realize how deep the problems still go and know that in all likelihood, guys, we're going to take a nap and they're going to be only five games over 500. It's just it's just hard to enjoy. And I, I just can't get out of the, this injury curse in this town out of my head. It's terrible. It's awful. I, I don't like it at all. So let, let's see what they have. Um, the rest of the way, or at least uh, at least in March. Okay, so they got Cleveland on Sunday. That's March third. Then at they're in Cleveland, Atlanta. fun. Yeah, it's at Cleveland. Then Atlanta at home. Atlanta is not the same team. The, the Nets destroyed them yesterday, so they should be okay. Then Orlando on March eighth. Then Philadelphia on March tenth. Then Philadelphia again on March twelfth. Then Don's favorite team, Portland. Then Sacramento, Golden State in Golden State. That's in Sacramento as well. Then at Denver, that, that's a, a tough West Coast swing. Which, and, by the way, though, had they been full strength, Michael, you like on that West Coast. Oh, you, you, Don, if, they, if, if they're healthy, Portland, Sacramento, Golden State, Denver, you're thinking, oh, we should go 3-1 and one on this trip. 
now you're going to be fighting to go one and three. Now, if you want to have positive vibes here, right? Uh, th- then there's a stretch toward the end of March when Ananobi should be back and maybe Randall. You've got Brooklyn at the Garden. You've got Detroit at the Garden. You're at Toronto. You're at San Antonio. Those are all winnable games. Then, then you play Oklahoma City, then at Miami, Sacramento, the Bulls, Milwaukee, the Bulls again, Boston, Brooklyn, and they finish with Chicago on, on April 14th. So you hope that you hope that Ananobi and Randall get back at the end of March and they have a three yeah. week spread and that they, they can get right. I just don't know if you could turn it on that quick. Now they can get right, but how much of a hole did they dig themselves and will there be enough time for them to get out of it? Because if you sink to like the seven or eight seed, yeah, you might play well, but you know now three or four is off the table, home home courts off the table, and now you're just fighting to stay out of the play in. Which might, at the end of the season, you're right, look like an accomplishment. Maybe they go into the uh, postseason hitting the ground. I mean, that's the positive, I guess, you can look at. Just survive it. Survive in advance, right? Just get to a point where you're healthy. Don't dig yourself too big of a hole. And maybe you have a fresh, hot team going into the postseason that can make a run like Miami did last year. All right, let's take some phone calls. 1-800-919-3776. We're going to have a blast here on on the Friday edition of the show. And we'll go all the way out to Southern California. Mark is there. Mark. Hi, hi guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me. Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, one thing I want to say before I start is um, I really appreciate how you let your callers speak and give them a little time. Um, the one thing I want to discuss, well, you basically covered a lot of uh, about the Knicks and surviving. The one thing that really got to me last night was the guy that was calling the game with Stan Van Gundy said, actually said, the Knicks passed up. on Steph Curry. That really got to me. And I was like, how could he say that if he evidently didn't do his homework? Who was that? Was that that Brian Anderson? I'm not sure who it was. I was surprised. I mean, because the Knicks didn't pass. No. The the Golden State Warriors grabbed them right before the Knicks picked. The Knicks were going to pick them. So they didn't pass them. That was, yeah, that was a bad look. Yeah. And uh, the other thing It was Brian Anderson, who's a friend, and I think he's... One of the great broadcasters in our country. That, that's unusual for him to make a mistake like that. That's why it got to me because that's like this guy is not. He's not just one of the. Uh, no, he's uh, good. A shoo-in. He's good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Don. I have to say this why I got why you got me on the phone. I love you. I'm a fellow Jerseyan. I'm originally from East Orange, New Jersey. Beautiful. Um, uh, you know you on TV. <laughs> the reason why I say that oh, no. is because wow. this is the reason why. You know how you have a uh, that that watch in front of you, and you're going, you know, side to side, and it kind of hypnotizes you. Mm-hmm. Well, you do that with your pen, <laughs> and does it hypnotize you? <laughs> it does. It just. It, it sometimes it just draws me to to your pen, and I'm looking at you when you're shaking your pen. But but. You did explain something when it came to your dad. When you did that, I said, "You know what? That's okay." Don, keep swinging the pen, Mike. You keep, you you should let that beard grow a little bit more and just keep it trim and neat, like Peter. Peter, I yeah. love your wife because mm. after you got married, I noticed your your dressing. She stepped you up in your game. She did. She did. Keep she t- she picked me up a notch. She did. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Um, people don't realize Don's playing the long game. If you're watching the show on Yes, he's hypnotizing you. He's going to get your <laughs> pin numbers. I mean, he oh. is going to be able to like take over the world at some point. Everybody who's watching will fall under his spell. It's an issue. I don't know what it is. I'm sure I can go see somebody that would be able to correct it. But the problem, the reason I don't is I just don't care. Peter, you think better help would, could help him with this? I don't know if that... May, if it's something he thinks that it would be a, a, a part of his life that he needs to improve upon, then absolutely. Right. Okay. Let's go to a Danny in Orlando. Danny. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. What's going on, man? Um, so I'm, I'm 36. This is the most fun I've had watching the Knicks since I was 11 with the lockout season where they went to the finals against the Spurs up until these, these injuries. And it, it breaks my heart to even ask you this question, but I want your opinion. Do you think they should – just cut their losses with Julius Randle this year and just get him surgery as soon as possible and sit him and have him fresh for next year rather than possibly come back and re-injure that, especially with the type of bully ball he plays. 
It's not an awful question, Danny. But uh, first of all, I don't think that he will do it. And second of all, I don't think it, 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 it's the right move for the Knicks because if he plays and he re-injures himself, it takes it, if you have that surgery, it's about a five-month um, rehab. So he should be ready for the beginning of the season. Uh, I, I think you know there, there's so much promise to the season if everybody's healthy. I don't think you just give it up. You know the doctors wouldn't let him play if they thought that he could have a you know an opportunity to really hurt himself worse. So no, I don't think you have the surgery unless you definitely have to have the surgery. Now if it pops out again, then you're gonna have, to have the surgery. And Channing Fry said eventually you will have to have the surgery. He played a whole year after just rehabbing it. He said you know if if you know everybody got in the building at nine o'clock in the morning get ready for one o'clock game. He'd have to get there at 8 just to do stretches and strengthening exercises. So you have to have a commitment. And Julius Randle is the type of guy that is committed to being great. Right. So he's going to be – he'll put in the work. And I think he's a tough enough guy that'll take the pain. We'll see how it affects him on the court. But, no, I don't think he should have the surgery now. Because if he had to, they would tell him to do it. Uh, let's go to Tyler. He's in brick. Tyler. Ty Ty. Hey, sorry, guys. What's up? Just wanted to give Don his flowers for yesterday. I mean, I just I listened to the entire show. It's, it's crazy when you guys like recount stories. You'll say five years ago, and I remember it. I can't believe I've been a listener for that long. But I just <laughs> well, wanted to give Don his flowers. Thank you, thank you. And uh, thank you. it was amazing yesterday. He was that good. He kept it on the entire show. Wow. Thank you, you think it's you think it's thank Don's you, love of Dan that made him that great, or just he's just he's just great on his own volition. No, he's gone. Well, I think people need him. to realize, and I think a lot of people need to realize this, that as great as we are together, that there is talent beyond Michael K. That's a message to everybody, that there's wow. talent around Michael. It's not just about Michael. Wow. And if you Don. listen to the show, instead of just see the name on the show, you would realize that. But there's a lot of people, Peter, that don't bother. And those are people that I have no time for. I know, Don. I know. And you know, I don't have to worry about it because the people that I'm aiming that at, they, they're not, they're not listening. Anyway. Problem solved. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Tim in Westchester or Westchester. What's up, Westchester. Tim? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Um, just wanted to say, I, Don, great show yesterday. Uh, you sounded happier than ever. Um, wow. That's, yeah, we bring them down, Tim. I don't know what it's, that's It's true. We bring them well, down. Michael, you know you bring them down, but it's also for entertainment, so we love that. Um, Peter, I think you probably didn't listen to the show. He he kept calling uh, Dan Peter, I which did, was kind I of funny in the beginning. Times, Peter. Wow, no, really? He doesn't um, think of me at all when I'm not there, but no, Peter, you're dead yeah, as a door now. Well, that's because you talk too much, Michael, and you need to get Peter involved. But my other note was I think Anthony Pusick needs to get at least one or two ENNs every week i mean peter like i'm not one of these homers that like i peter i like you regardless of politics right i, I like you i listen to the show because you know because of you i like you but i think he should get more involved like there's other shows where they bring in producers and you know anthony is really good so wow. i mean i so wouldn't i would, I would you know, you know what maybe maybe it's time for me Maybe, oh. that, maybe that's the answer no well, no, it's, no it's not time it's not time i just think you know and then I one more point time. real quick I just wanted to bring up, so, you know, Ryan Clark put up this whole social media. I'm not really even sure where it was, Instagram, Twitter, about, you know, new contract, um, you know, working less, getting paid more. And I just I just feel like he was playing the, the Michael K playbook after this past year, you know, in terms of the, the summer and the Yankees, you know, obviously there's a lot of replacements, but I think – Michael, you showed Ryan Clark the way, and, uh, you know, he, he got his money now. So, well, um, first of all, Tim, I, I'm flattered. I mean, you, you've said a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. I a lot. Too much. I don't even talk as, more, as much as Don. But um, second of all, I didn't have any playbook. Uh, we talked about stuff jokingly on the air. I never – Ryan Clark went out and did like a long – I don't know if it was a, an Insta post or something, or something on Twitter that, you know, he negotiated – in full view, I never, I never did that. I mean, I'm thrilled to be back. I, I love this place, love it. I didn't get any concessions. I didn't and get to work less. In fact, they didn't want me to take that ten weeks off in the summer. So that was that was negotiated out. 
And as far as Peter with um, ENN, it sounds like the caller was suggesting that maybe a little load management and have Anthony come off the bench once a week. I, I think people are. I think most people listening to the show would say that I'm already handling load management quite well. <laughs> yeah, but Don, think about this. I mean, yes. let, let's let's talk this through. Let's talk turkey. If you, if you take Peter off of ENN for two days out of five. Now, I don't talk all week then. That, yeah, that's like saying to Steph Curry, you know what? Shelve the three-pointer. Yeah. Two out of five games. Well, I mean, what insulting. is Peter if he doesn't do ENN? Yeah, thank you. He contributes a, a tremendous amount to the show beyond six o'clock. But it is a t- it's a tough. It's a tough ask. It's a tough ask. I, I think contractually I'd have to push back there. Although Anthony, I know, is pushing behind the scenes to, to get the whole ENN franchise. Is that true? That's what I'm hearing. I don't, yeah. I don't believe that. I ask him. I did lose money. What do you mean? Oh, that is true. Well, wait, no, they're going to give you more money. What are you, crazy? No. Well, they, they pay him more for every ENN he does. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, right. Hey, listen up. It's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS. That's 1-888-534-3637. Again, 1-888-534-3637. And use the code ESPN10. ESPN, the number 10 to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Some people are so unbelievably creative. I don't even know if Peter and Don have seen this. So there's a kid by the name of Robbie Avila. Okay. And he's um, a six foot 10 inch sophomore center for Indiana State. And he's probably the best player in Indiana State since a kid named LB? Larry Bird. And the Sycamores are playing so well because this guy's playing so great. The Sycamores are 25 and 5. And yesterday they beat Evansville. Oh, throw out the and record books. Avila had 35 points, and the rest of his line was off the charts. Now, Avila is a big, chunky kid, and he wears goggles. So the internet has given him really one of the great nicknames of all time. Wait, what's his name again? His name is Robbie Avila. It has nothing to do with that. Bob Avila. No. They, his nickname is Cream Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> I mean, that's like somebody on the internet just that that's chef's kiss. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, Kareem you're not Abdul Jabbar. But I mean, you're only gonna be able to run with that as like a fun nickname on social media. You're not making a shirt. Why not? It just doesn't work. I think you're wrong. I know I'm right.
You you can't. It, it has a full name. Don, you said it's too long. It's too. Like that's the only way it works. You can't call him Cream. Now, obviously, he's a white guy. That's why he's Cream Abdul Jabbar. No, it's funny, but I just don't think it's usable in a real way. Like hmm. the way the way a, a, a true nickname gets used when it happens. I think this will be used. I think you're wrong. Don, what wow. do you think? And I think you're embarrassing your family. Well, I, 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 I like it. I don't know if I like it as much as Michael likes it, but I, I do like it. You got to call him up and look at him, too. He doesn't look like a guy who's going to drop 35 points. I'm gonna, I, I can't believe Indiana State has a good team. It only took him 40 years to rebuild after Larry. <laughs> that was a long time, man. That is a long, long time. And, you know, those are my, I guess most basketball fans would know, but, you know, Larry was at Indiana. Did not like playing no, for Bobby Knight and came no. home. Quit basketball. I, I always felt, and he's no longer with us, unfortunately, but the best nickname in sports that I thought, Peter, was the Jared Lorenzen, one of his nicknames. The throw, would, uh, the throw, Pillsbury throw boy. The Pillsbury throw boy. That's back, very good. Back the but but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is not. No, well, I, I like it. But even even Pillsbury throw boy, you're not running with it. It's just a thing people, you know, say. There's another nickname apparently, guys. Someone just called up and told me. What's I that? just looked it up. Larry Blurred. <laughs> that's even better. So, that's so, sure. But by the way, that's better. <laughs> Why is that better? Because Larry Blurred. Be- because it's playing into what he looks like with the glasses, and he goes to Indiana State. That right. it makes more sense. Well, There's, it's just it, the reaction Peter and I had when we heard it tells you that it's better. Yeah, Larry Blurred is strong. <laughs> that's very I, I, now, that now we're about. talking. I agree. That's really good. How tall is this kid? Like six ten? Yeah, two forty. It looks like two forty might be a myth. You think he looks that much bigger? I think he might be closer to two sixty. I'm watching him play right now. It's an interesting. It's an interesting game he seems to be playing here. Larry Blurred, Cream Abdul Jabbar. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Alvin in the truck. Alvin. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on with you? I'm here in the truck, you know, enjoying the show, enjoying you guys, making my day a little bit better, you know. Thank you. Aw, that's nice. Um, guys, um, for for Julius Randle. For those guys or those individuals that hated on him or hate him, now let's appreciate who he really is to the team, what he really brings to the team. I understand that he he has his flaws just like a lot of players do. But one thing about Julius Randle is that he played the minutes and he played them all the way to the end. And now we can see how valuable he is to this team, you know? I agree, and you know what? He wanted to play every game, didn't didn't believe in load management, and uh, he, he's a horse. And not just a horse. I, I love when people go, oh, this guy, he's an innings eater. Yeah, okay. Does he have a 5 ERA? I don't, I don't need him eating my innings if he's giving up five runs every nine innings. But this Julius Randle was not an innings eater. He was no. a, an excellent player. He's a He was an all-star. He finished in the MVP voting a couple of years ago, I think in the top five. This guy's a great, great player who wants to play every day and every minute. And this is the first extended period of time that we've had with him as a Nick where he's been out. And I, it, it, it's showing you how important he is. Showing you how important the guy is. Let's go to Carl in Queens. Carl. Hey, guys. What's going on? Um, I just want to – I'm pretty sure um, yesterday it was with uh, you, Don and Dan. Someone brought up that um, – OG is more important than uh, Julius to come back or that he prefers him to come back faster. I disagree because I think we need the points. Our defense isn't really the problem. I mean, look at the games we've lost. I mean, defensively, I mean, besides yesterday, I guess, um, we need the points more than the defense because they they work like, you know, D-A-W-G-S's dogs on defense. But um, also, uh, Don, I wanted to bring up, uh, I don't know if you remember last week I called about the Philly game. And yeah. um, you were right. I think I'm going to make it a yearly thing. It was amazing. Uh, waving, I, I did wave goodbye to all the all the Sixer fans leaving uh, in like the seventh in seven minutes to go in the fourth. But did uh, you get your face yeah, punched in? No, I did not. Good. Um, 
<laughs> uh, that whole complex they got over there, guys, is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it really does. Uh, they do a terrific um, job. They, they serve. But your experience I, I was fine. You didn't feel unsafe at all? Not at all. There, it was like 35% Knicks fans. You know, like I said, in the fourth quarter, it was like a home game. Well, I'm glad you had a good time and you that uh, you weren't injured. I wouldn't wave goodbye like that in a really important game because they might wave goodbye to you. Yeah, you never know. You never, ever know. I just, listen, you do what you want to do at your home stadium or home arena. I think you got to be a little respectful when you go to somebody's house. I a agree. Little bit, a little respectful. No, a little, little, yeah, little, little it, bit. It sounded to me that Carl had a lot of protection because a lot of Nick fans were there. So that probably helped. Uh, another nickname I've heard for, for the kid is uh, Skim Duncan is also out there. <laughs> you like that one? I don't hate it. I don't, so we've got Larry Blurred. Yeah. We've got Skim Duncan, and we've got Cream Abdul-Jabbar. And, and they, you guys seem to like Larry Blurred the most. They all go. They all go in different ways. Like he, he's the 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 cream is probably the that one is playing into the fact that he's white and wears the goggles. Right. Number two, Larry Blurred is playing into the fact that he's wearing the glasses, and he goes to Indiana State. And he's a six ten white guy who goes to Indiana State. And then Skim Duncan is a play on Skim Milk. Again, white. But if you watch him play, Don, his game will give you some Duncan-ish moments, too. The way he sort of moves without the ball, etc. So so you don't even know which one you like the most. I, I don't You're know. I, I, I'll tell you what. Them. It's given me things to be excited about uh, come March. If only we were doing some sort of, you know, March college basketball live show where we could hang out with we the people. We are. Dude, we are. We are? Yes. Yay! Oh, my God. It's the 15th, right, Anthony? Oh, yeah. Friday, yeah, Friday March 15th. 15th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I'm two weeks from all today. The way back in from, uh, from Pittsburgh, I think. Uh, you know what? Are. Unbelievable commitment from Don. They said, they said, Don, take the day you're traveling. Don said, no, no, no. Well, I don't show's miss. show's more important than my day. He said, I don't, I don't miss a K-show. And you know, there's no K-show more important than a college basketball live K-show. And it, I'll be there. If you think we're just like goofing right now, we've had Don, right? Tell very important people that invited him to very important things. No, I'm good. The show's more important. That's right. It is. I, I I'm wish, not lying. Am I right, Peter? No. No, and I'd say I probably only need a couple of weeks before I end up revealing the whole thing anyway. But <laughs> if if people could know the way yesterday played out and how perfect it, it was, it's <laughs> anything you think about this show. If you ever think it's like a gimmick. And it's not real. I just know it's all real. Everything is real. And everything is beautiful in its own way. Wow, that is deep. And Michael, last night, made a surprise appearance at a, at a dinner that I was having. I told you I would, but Peter doesn't think that I do anything outside the realm of work. And that I went the extra mile to go say hello, I think really stunned him. You should have seen his face, Don. He was absolutely like well, blown you, away. You t- you tell me, Don, if you think this is going to happen. Right. I mentioned to you guys casually that I'm having my over-the-top podcast, which you can find wherever you find podcasts, me and former K-Show alum, Michelle Beadle, talking about like pop culture and sports topics for about 45 minutes once a week. It's really fun. It's me just getting to hang with Beadle every week. So we had a dinner. We, we, she's normally traveling. She's in L.A. She's in San Antonio. She comes here sometimes. We'd never seen each other, the whole team, since the show started. So last night we had a show dinner. I mentioned this to Michael that was happening, and he said, I'll be in the city. Maybe I'll stop by. And he thought I that did, was just me being, you know, a, a phony. And then well, yesterday, he, yesterday he texted me. Based on dinner. that, I would expect you to show up. I didn't realize that you had said it that way. Which way? Maybe I'll, I'll stop by. by. I, I, it, you made it seem like it was going to be way more of a Hail Mary. The way you told it, I would expect Michael to come by. No, Not, not be did. disappointed if he didn't. Not rip him for it, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he came in the room when he said something like that. But he, he sent me a text and said, where are, you, where are you having dinner? I said, I'm at Mason Pickle, the delightful Mason Pickle on the Upper West Side. And dinner's wrapping up. And all of a sudden, I see Beetle look up at, at, like, oh, my God. And I look over and, and wearing a trench coat like he's a private detective who came out of the rain and like a um, or a streaker uh, he, he, or way, a streaker. Was not a trench coat. It was a camel hair coat. But thank you. Whatever. You get the idea. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Michael K. Just popped up. Unreal. About, Unreal. Can I ask you one thing, Peter? So there were uh, yeah. five people there and the guy where I sat down, the guy right across from me. 
across from you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dave. Uh huh. Very handsome. What's his deal? The guy should be a Wait. model. Well, so I don't understand. When you, Don, does Michael understand that when you say someone's attractive, what's their deal? It means you want a date. Does he no, know no, that? No, no, no. What? No, I mean, is he a model or something like that? That's all I'm saying. He's good looking. But that's not dude. how it comes across is what Peter's trying to say. Well, that's Dave, not what I meant. When you say he's very attractive, what's his deal? Right. Yeah, he's, what's his deal? That means date. Anyone? Is Correct. Thank you, Don. Well, I think you know I don't want to date him. I don't know. I, I'm on, Michael, I really I'm, don't know anymore. Yeah, I we honestly know, don't know. Everything's so fluid with you these days. Um, <laughs> we, fluid being the operative word. Uh, Wow, uh, that is my friend Dave Easton. He's a uh, he's an executive guy over at Wondery, and uh, he's a lovely man. I don't know that he's ever modeled. He is unfortunately, Michael, not available. He is married. Good, good for him, and good for the girl he's married to. Um, they have another nickname for Avila, and I think you might like this one the best. Okay, you ready? Because he can hit from the outside. They call him Steph Blurry. Uh, you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> But is it better than Larry Blurred or Skim no. Duncan? Because the thing is, the the you cannot remove. To me, Don, the key is I think the reason Larry Blurred wins is you can't remove the Indiana State part right. from and this. That's, like that's, that's such that's a the key best. That's piece. The most creative. And they have another. Greek just gave me another one. Milk Mamba. Milk Mamba. Mm, not feeling that. No, one. no, no. Let's go back. Wow. Oh, no. Peter, yeah, you think I have issues. I know you do. <laughs> I sure do. What do you think I should do with these issues? Well, this message is brought to you by BetterHelp. And guys, no matter whether you're Michael and you're still trying to figure out your interests and your, and your habits as a, a, an older gentleman, or if you're a young, young man, or woman trying to figure out day-to-day problems, work issues, relationship issues, um, trying to just find a, a healthy balance in your life. Maybe therapy is something you should consider. I know a lot of people have like parents where therapy is just not an option. Like they grew up where the word therapy in their house was a bad word. Some sort of judgment would be passed. It would be seen as weakness. Not at all. What's In my opinion, what's weak is not being willing to talk about what's eating you up and therapy can be a great way to help yourself out if you've thought about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online it's designed to be convenient it's flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch at any time for no additional charge learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com slash peter today okay and get started 10 percent off your first month that's better help, better com slash Peter for 10% off. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. So after the um, after the show today, I'm, I'm going to uh, co-host an event for an organization called Kids in Crisis, helping children that have fallen on hard times, uh, families that might be in some trouble, and, and the kids are, you know, put into um, situations that they, they they need assistance. And it's a yacht rock theme. So if you're watching on Yes right now, you'll see the little captain's hat that I have on. Oh. And uh, I think it's I think it's adorable. It really is. So it's it's in Stanford. Uh, it, obviously, it's too late for people to make plans to get there. But if you want to donate, I have it on Instagram and on um, on uh, Twitter as well. But uh, you know it, it, the the way the screen is 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 um, you know set up. I the, the hat is almost too high to see, but it's it's a cute little captain's hat, like the captain from Gilligan's Island. I know, but it's it's way way too small. Yeah, but that's the whole point. That's the funny part of it. I have I have a regular size hat. Let me duck down a little bit so you can see. I um, I'm a big yacht rod guy. You are. Yacht. Yeah. No. Listen. I'll, I I so I can sit there and listen to Ambrosia, Little Orleans. Little Orleans. I'm a little. Uh, I I do. Me and Mike Brown here at the station. Sometimes we'll just get together and just listen to old seventies, early eighties yacht rock tunes. Used to drive An- Andrew Gunling crazy. Why? Why did? What's wrong with Andrew Gunling? He just wasn't a fan. He would storm out of the room. He'd be disgusted with us. I'm on. A, I'm a. I'm a big fan. Don, you should have come with me to Kenny Loggins. Oh, that's a big yacht rock guy right there. I mean, he's practically the pioneer of the genre. It wasn't yacht rock. You know what though? I'm surprised you even say the words yacht rock. It's a fugazi type. I know. It just. But I do. You know, the channel on Sirius. What I, I. But I. I do like those songs. I wish they'd come up with another name though. Well, there Why it was you like it, yacht rock. It was Blue Eyed Soul, which also sort of a little problematic. Um, That's a well, yacht- whitish Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, why don't I like yacht rock? Because it was made up like ten years ago. It's just not what the. It's not the genre. It's not really what it is. Well, I mean, it's, they just put a name to it, like Kareem Abdul Jabbar. But that has and meaning. Steph Blurry. See, but you, you see how you can break down what that is? Like, I've never listened to Yacht Rock on a yacht. I don't know anyone who ever has. You've yeah. never been on a yacht. I don't know if I have. You haven't earned the right to be on a yacht. Earn the right? How dare you, sir? You don't have that kind of wealth. You're not Jeff but when, Bezos. But if you hear a good Pablo Cruz song, do you think you're on a yacht? I don't like, know who Pablo Cruz is. I got to think of one of those. It's, it's just the name of the group. It's not a person. Pablo Cruz? Yeah. So look it up. Check it out. Let's go to the phones. Right. Put in your Spotify. Right. Play a few bars before Yes gets upset. Pablo Cruz. Right. Rich in Westchester. Rich. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm, I agree with you that the Knicks are like at a, at a weird point in their, in their season. But I, I think as much as we've loved this team this year, they've been so consistent. And now this guy Bogdanovich and Burks have not been consistent at all. I mean, last night. They they were coming back, and he missed like six shots in a row in the second quarter, and and they just couldn't they couldn't catch up. So I I think we have to be a little bit go back to the you know the R.J. Barrett days, and every once in a while we have to be a little bit negative about some some guys that play on the Knicks because those two guys have not done it. They were supposed to bring points to to the lineup, and they haven't done it. Well, I mean, it's not. I think Burks has been more of a problem than Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich does have that one game where he was seven for seven or six for six from three. But, you know, yesterday, you look at Josh Hart's numbers, right? So he played 47 minutes. So one minute on the bench, but it was actually 47-plus. I think he was 4 for 17 from the field. So, I mean, that's not going to get it done either. These guys are exhausting themselves. No, they are. And, and Bogdanovich and Burks are playing minutes that they shouldn't be playing. They're supposed to be the second unit. And they are actually the second unit, for the, but they're playing more minutes than they should. So they're going to get exposed for anything that might not be right. 
everybody is lifting too much weight. See, they they should not be playing this much. You, you know what? I, the analogy that I that I like was thinking of especially last night when when you see these guys, they're all asking to do too much. It's kind of like what happened to the Mets last year when Diaz went down. You can look and say, well, there wasn't many save situations. Did Diaz injury directly affect from the closer position? But when everybody is asked to do a little bit more to compensate for it, you get exposed. Everybody's got their roles. And if you're asked to do more than that, well, then that's when you're going to get exposed. And that's what's happening here. So guys are playing more minutes than they're supposed to. They're asking to shoot more than they usually would because the other guys are out. So it doesn't mean that those guys are bad, Michael. It just means that they're probably being asked to do too much than they're supposed to do. Look look at Josh Hart yesterday, Don. He had 18 rebounds. Hmm. The guy's 6'4". Right. You know what kind of work that takes to get 18 rebounds? By the way, he broke the record of the most double-digit rebounding games by a Nick 6-4 or under that was previously held by Walt Frazier. Wow. So that's the kind of work this guy's been doing. He shouldn't be having to play 47 minutes. This is not a knock on on Josh Hart, and he's a much better shooter than 4 for 17. They're wearing him out out of necessity. So nobody's to blame, but when you look and see why are the Knicks losing these games, that's why. And you want to blame Bogdanovich? The Knicks cut it to four. They cut it to six. Every time they did, Curry came down and drained to three. Guy had 31 points. He's unbelievable. And Kaminga had a really big game, too. And Dan asked me yesterday, are, are the Warriors still a thing, like, as far as, like, a draw? Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's, it's still something when they come to the Garden. I know they're in, like, you know, battling in 10th place and all that, but they they still have a cachet to them. That's why that game was on national television last night. It's still it's still a big deal when the Warriors come here. They only come once a year, and even though they're not the same team and they're not winning a championship, it's still a thing. It felt like a thing last night. Uh, it's game time, brought to you by Telemar Dew Irish Whiskey. One game tonight, and it's out west. The Devils face the Ducks at 10. Awesome. That, throw out the record books. You, uh, you have an ice pick today, Don, because I know you nailed one yesterday. I will have one. I, I, I will have one before the show is over. Really? Yeah, I, wow. I, I nailed it. It was a plus 125, right, Anthony? I went with the Kings winning in Vancouver. Broke the books. The Canucks. It was really. Broke the books. That was a nice little, uh, nice little play last night. Now, that's not them. Listen, the Devils are you know five points out of a playoff spot. The Ducks played last night. They're one of the worst teams in the league. Devils got to win that game. It's a two thousand three Stanley Cup rematch. It's a local game. You can't do it. And also, if I if I pick, I pick the Devils. There's no value there, right, Anthony? There's no value on the Devils winning that game. I can look, line. but I don't think there is. No. Well, that's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey because when it's game time, sure. it's Tully time. Always. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore uh, Dew responsibly. You, you want an example why that devil game is a must win for the devils? Yes, please. They're on the money line on the road at minus 280. So they're expected to win. Yeah. So there's no value in picking the devils tonight. And you wouldn't do it anyway because you have you have ethics and morals. I have I have integrity. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at three on ninety eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play ninety eight seven ESPN.